Welcome to BEWORKS Conversations. I'm Kelly Peters, the CEO and co-founder of BEWORKS. In this season, I talk with leading practitioners and champions of behavioral science, the people who are bringing behavioral science to life within their organizations. Today, I'm speaking with Christina Bauer-Plank, who is the Global Brand Vice President at Hellman's. Christina is a champion of sustainability and an advocate for food waste reduction at Hellman's and across Unilever. We talk about why Unilever is dedicated to being a purpose-led company. And we also talk about our recent partnership tackling the complicated behavior of food waste. Hello, how are you? Hi, hi Kelly, I'm great. Really looking forward to this conversation. I am absolutely excited about this conversation. I've had the privilege of being able to talk with you on many occasions throughout our projects together. And now I'm very lucky to be able to just take time out of your very busy schedule to learn more about you, your vision and your passion. And I'm thrilled to be able to share the incredible wisdom and thought leadership behind the project. Uh, so thank you so much for your time. And I'm, I actually wanted to just start off by uh, talking about you. <laughs> I understand that you grew up on an Austrian farm. So how did that experience of your childhood inform the views that you have today on the food supply chain, on sustainability, on these very interesting and complex challenges? Um, that's a really an interesting question. And to be totally honest, I never thought about it, you know, in, in any specific way uh, until recently. And, you know, the farm that I grew up on was owned by our family for generations. And as a child, I sort of, you know, without realizing, I witnessed the changes in the way the farm was run, you know, by my grandparents and then later by my parents. And while my grandparents still took a, a very sort of call it traditional or diversified approach to farming and crops and animals. My parents who took over the farm in the 70s, put in place a great deal of what though it, you know, back then was considered modernization, which was you know, required to keep the farm viable as a main source of, of family income. And that modernization meant specialization, intensification, automation, and I'm now, of course, when I look at it, I believe that this transformation at my family's farm is quite symptomatic for what has been what has been and what is happening in the sector at large, contributing to some of the big challenges we face in the global food system, which are biodiversity loss, loss of ecosystems, soil degradation, food loss and waste, and existential income pressures on smallhold farmers. So our food system today is broken and has to be transformed to make it fit for the future uh, and fit to feed 10 billion people that will live on our planet by 2050 in a healthy, sustainable and fair way. And you know, the other thing uh, that on reflection uh, you, you know, made a market in, impact and a lasting uh, impression on me was um, the whole space of food waste where really my upbringing formed my values and beliefs because there was no waste 
uh, on our farm. So no food waste. Throwing away good food just did not happen because there was use for everything. You know, the food that wasn't eaten by the family or sold from the farm was used to feed the, the animals. And maybe that tiny bit of inedible scraps ended up in composting and was given back to fertilize the soil. So that circularity or this waste-free world, which you know sounds quite idyllic from today, I could personally experience, made me really passionate about contributing to you know, food reaching its, its true potential, which is to feed the world. And it is not to go to waste, contributing to climate change, the loss of natural resources, and you know, compromising food security. That's an excellent, excellent story. Um, so, so from there, you ended up pursuing a, a PhD in chemistry and went into the area called food science at, at Hellman's. I'd love to hear more about that. Um, I was lucky enough, you know, like my siblings, uh, to have access to higher education. And I uh, wanted to do something a little special and challenging for a girl like me. So <laughs> that's why I chose chemistry, you know, at, uh, to, to study chemistry at the University of Vienna. And I always quite liked the sciences and was a good and ambitious student in general. So it came quite sort of natural to go all the way to a PhD. Um, and after completing that, you know, in the field of biofuels, I actually wanted to do a postdoc placement abroad as, uh, as the next step in my academic career. And that's when I joined Unilever 25 years ago. You know, that's, a, that's a long time. Uh, as a postdoc scientist at the R&D Center in the Netherlands, where I worked in the area of food science, indeed uh, on products like spreads uh, and dressings, and of course Hellmann's, uh, you know, is one of the key brands. And in hindsight, that really was a game and life-changing move for me and my husband, which we never regretted on the opposite. And I really love this journey of discovery, learning and reinvention. That is something that has stayed with me, I think throughout my whole career and I guess my whole life, because you know that is really part of who I am. Excellent, excellent. That, that story of a, a journey based on, on discovery is incredible. And, and that's probably what also uh, contributed to you wanting to go on to now do an MBA and have a focus on business. So how do you think your background informs your work now with this combination of science and, and business? Yeah. You know, after my first couple of years in Unilever R&D, I discovered my broader interest in sustainable business and above all my passion for consumers and serving their needs. Um, I did an executive MBA program to educate myself more in the field of business because I felt that I needed that to complement my sort of science background and moved into consumer marketing, which really became my passion until today. And over the past you know, 25 years, I had the opportunity to work across Unilever's foods business on most categories and many great brands. And I really feel privileged that, you know, now I can lead Hellman's, one of, you know, Unilever's big global brands, one of my, or my very favorite foods brand. And, you know, my educational background in sciences always has been a great asset to me because, you know, 
the one thing that of course I learned is to learn, you know, a large quantity of complex subject matter in never enough time. And still today I love learning. And of course, then there is the math and scientific method that comes handy when you work through a PL, a business case, or a market research project. But probably most uh, specifically, my background gave me the scientific and technical understanding and curiosity about all things sustainability. And this is an area I am leaning into more and more as a Unilever brand and business leader and equally out of personal interest and commitment. And, and, and that's really where everything comes together. That's fantastic. I think that your story is uh, such an inspiration for academics and scientists who are curious about what kind of a, a real world impact they could have. And I think that you would be an incredible inspiration for the many PhDs uh, and other researchers who wonder about how they could have a real world impact. And I think it goes the other way as well, which is serving as an inspiration for business leaders who are curious about science. Science might not have been a part of their academic training, but have that natural curiosity, have that drive for data and evidence to inform their decision-making. And so I think that you provide an inspiration for them as well in showing how that scientific thinking uh, could be applied to understanding and tackling business strategy. So what excited you about the partnership with BE Works and Hellman's? You know, when, uh, when we embarked on the journey with Hellman's to try and tackle domestic food waste through a consumer behavior change program, we were looking for a research partner that not only had the deep expertise and credibility in, this, in the field of behavioral sciences, and who could work with us on designing and executing large-scale behavioral intervention studies. We also wanted to work with a partner that was as dedicated as we are to, apply, to applying their expertise as a force for good in service of people and planet and more specifically in pursuit of the sustainable development goals. And I believe that with BWORKS, we have found this partner and the past 18 months with you know, the various pieces of work that we've done together and the outcomes we have achieved, culminating of course in the most recent study in Canada, give me plenty of reasons to be excited. Oh, thank you so much, Christina. My team is incredibly proud of having the opportunity to work with Hellman's and the Unilever team and partner companies. One of the things that I've been focusing on is evolving my own thinking around innovation to think that we need to go past this using the scientific method and behavioral insights for innovation. And that's what I've really been thinking about for the last you know, 20 years. But I think that as much as the scientific method gives us a framework for innovation, Scientific method lets us develop evidence, it lets us test and learn and even learn from failure. And those are incredible things for uh, innovators and entrepreneurs and business leaders to have a mechanism to guide the how to do innovation. And BeeWorks has really been built on that DNA of helping companies to be innovative and to be able to take risk because we have evidence, we can test and learn, we can use randomized control tests right from the book of science in terms of developing strategy. 
But the new chapter for me has been about linking innovation with purpose in order to actually help drive aspiration. And I think that Unilever itself has been carrying the torch for many years now on embedding purpose and commitment to the UN sustainability goals and building out an actual framework for uh, stakeholder capitalism, moving beyond theory and debate of what stakeholder capitalism is to actually starting to try to develop goals, implement those goals, measure those goals, and start to move forward. So this is such a meaty and complex area for all of us um, as we try to make the world a, a better place, uh, to make capitalism a better, stronger, healthier system for all of its stakeholders. I'd love to hear uh, your perspective on what, what does it mean to you? What, is it, what does it mean to you to be a purpose-led company is, is it doable? Uh, how do you balance sustainability and stakeholder capitalism with the traditional KPIs or key performance indicators and, and shareholder interests? And I, I know that you've thought about this quite a bit and I know that the leadership team you work with um, have been thinking about this for a number of years. So I'd just love to hear your, your thoughts on this. You know, at Unilever, our, our vision is to make the case that purpose, that our purpose-led future fit business model actually can drive superior performance. And we have, you know, we, we have a long tradition of being a responsible and pioneering business. It goes back to the days of our founders, like, you know, uh, Will, William Lever, who gave, you know, who launched the, one of the world's first brands and certainly purposeful brands, Sunlight Soap, uh, and brought hygiene to the masses in post-Victorian England more than 100 years ago. And this sort of vision is still at the heart of how we run our company today. Uh, because Unilever's purpose is to make sustainable living commonplace. And that is why we come to work and that is why we are in business. We want to do more good for society and our planet and not just less harm. And we want to act on the social and environmental issues facing the world um, and enhance people's lives with our brands and products at the same time. The, and exactly that is how we will grow our business. So, uh, and of course, all of that is rooted on the belief that winning businesses of tomorrow will be those which anticipate and respond to the huge changes that are shaping people's lives across the world and which contribute to tackling the challenges of climate change, the protection of nature and social inequality. And what we know for a fact is that, you know, uh, in Unilever, our purpose-led led brands, they grow twice as fast as the rest of the portfolio, which gives us a lot of confidence that actually, you know, it is possible and it is doable. And also Kanta in a, in a sort of multi-year analysis found that brands with a strong purpose, they actually do grow, you know, nearly twice as fast as those, those without. So we are quite proud uh, to be recognized by many uh, respected organizations like, you know, the Dow Jones Sustainability Index or Gartner or Globescan for our work. And it really is our ambition to be the global leader in sustainable business, showing that our purpose-led future fit model 
actually can deliver this uh, this superior performance. And as a company, we support the reinvention of capitalism. And, uh, and that would include a shift in the outcomes that our market-based systems incentivize, uh, where businesses tackle issues such as climate change, you know, biodiversity loss, uh, inequality. And we believe given you know, where we are in the economy, in the environment you know, and society, this is the only way forward. And what we really want, we believe is that we want to keep, keep the good of capitalism like competition, innovation, value creation, rewarding risk, but pivot the approach in a way that it delivers benefits for all stakeholders and ensures that we do not sacrifice the future for the present. And to us, the business case is very clear. You know, we see return on investment in, in several areas. You know, we see more growth, I've mentioned that. We see less cost, we see certainly less risk, and we see more trust. So it's a, it's a powerful strategy. So how did Hellmansman find its purpose around specifically food waste reduction? How did that become the, the mandate? As the world's number one mayonnaise brand uh, that really goes back to 1913 when our founder Richard Hellman's opened his deli on Columbus Avenue in New York, uh, it always has been Hellman's role to make even the simplest of ingredients taste delicious and bring them together into a tasty meal. Simple ingredients like leftovers, you know, that get a second delicious life in a sandwich, in a salad, in a casserole. And actually some of the most iconic Helmer's recipes are actually made with leftovers. Just think of Thanksgiving turkey casserole or, or Boxing Day coronation chicken salad. And actually many people say that they love these leftover dishes even more than, you know, the original dish that was uh, prepared. So uh, in a way, uh, you see that this connection to and, and actually benefit the brand and the product, you know, offer to, to leftovers and, you know, food that is, you know, maybe, you know, overlooked has been in, in, the, in the history of the brand, you know, from the beginning. And today, you know, food brought into the home and in, instead of being enjoyed, actually being thrown away is a big global issue, much bigger than most of us think. Actually, 60%, 60% of all food waste globally happens in consumers' homes. So as a big global brand that lives in the fridges of hundreds of millions of consumers with our mayonnaise and dressings products, we believe that we have an opportunity and a responsibility to, to act and to help. And th that is why Hellman's has made it its mission to inspire and enable 100 million people every year to be more resourceful with their food so that they waste this. Excellent. So one of the paradigms that you use is this distinction between uh, what you call a, a brand say versus a, a brand do. And I think this is a, an incredibly powerful but simple framework for marketers and, and and in its essence of this definition, it's, it's very transformational. Why is it important for Hellman's to actually have both? 
of course, what we like to do in marketing, especially in Unilever, is indeed you know create names, uh, but in a way to uh, help us structure our thinking and do the right thing. And you know, we refer to our brand communications as brand say, because simply everything that you know, everything the brand says to its consumers in its advertising campaigns, in brand activation, PR activities, uh, you know, that's what we we classify brand say and we want most of our brands say to be purposeful and what we mean by that is that our message goes beyond promoting the product and its features and its benefits or entertaining people purposeful brand say brings the purpose of the brand to life and in the case of Hellman's this would be to inspire people to make taste and not waste but we believe that words are not enough. You know, the brands also need to take action in the real world to be a true force for good. And this meaningful and purposeful action a brand takes, we call the brand do. In Helmans, we are taking concrete action on food waste for some time now in several ways. Over the past couple of years, Hellman's has, uh, for example, partnered with various food charities and food rescue organizations to help redistribute surplus, surplus food that otherwise would have been wasted to people in need. For example, uh, last year, of course, during the pandemic, there was a lot you know, to do in that space. We worked in the US with Feeding America and Farm to Food Banks and redistributed more than 1.2 million pounds of food to 200,000 families in the US who were in dire need to put food on the, on the table. All right, now we are investing into tackling the problem of domestic food waste at its very heart by developing these robust consumer behavior programs. And to that end, we are partnering with leading food waste and behavior change experts, including the eWorks, to understand the psychology behind food waste and what interventions can positively impact behavior. And you know, only very recently we have completed it, you know, the first of its kind behavioral study uh, into domestic food waste involving a five-week in-home intervention program with, with more than 1,000 families in Canada. So it's this combination of brand say and brand do uh, that uh, through which we want to have a meaningful impact and scale contribution to the issue of food waste and be, uh, you know, this real force for good. I absolutely believe that this paradigm of brand say versus brand do um, could be and should be transformational in marketing departments around the world. So is, are there other areas that are beyond uh, uh, you know, food waste reduction that uh, Hellman's and Unilever are, are committed to. So I, I want to I just dig deeper and, and talk about sustainability. So Hellman's has decided to align specifically to the UN sustainability goals. And why is that important to Hellman's, those UN sustainability goals? I think um, first, uh, let me just speak a bit more about food waste because you know that is very close to, to my heart and also to Hellman's heart. Um, the reason why we are so committed to that is you know that uh, it, this is an issue of incredible magnitude. You know, can you imagine that one third of all food produced globally is lost or wasted? 
we talk about 1.3 billion tons of food that is not intended in the way uh, that is not used in the way it is intended for to feed the world while uh, more than 800 million people go hungry and what many people don't realize is the huge environmental uh, impact of food loss and waste if food waste were a country it would be the third largest emitter of greenhouse gas in the world just behind the us and china and to produce all the food that only gets waste that requires a gigantic quantity of natural resources like agricultural area of the size of China or fresh water, you know, four times Lake Geneva, and that's a very big lake. Therefore, it is so critical to achieve sustainable development goal 12.3, which aims to halve global per capita food loss and waste by 2030. And Unilever is a proud member of Champions 12.3, which is a global coalition of leaders from governments, NGOs, businesses, and civil society who are dedicated to accelerating progress uh, uh, on this issue. And actually, according to the most recent food waste index uh, published by the United Nations Environmental Program, just a couple of weeks ago, actually, um, it, you know, they, they found that actually 60% of all food waste happens in the home. So again, that's where Hellman's really sees this, this opportunity to, to make a positive, uh, positive difference. That's incredible. So beyond tackling uh, food waste reduction and those incredible insights that you have on where the source of the problem is uh, and solutions that you're working towards, um, what other areas of sustainability is Hellman's looking to make a difference in? As a brand, Hellman's has always played a pioneering role in several areas of sustainability, and it fills me with a lot of pride to, uh, to speak about that. We have been leading the charge in uh, the industry tra transition towards cage-free eggs, and our goal is that all the eggs we use in our mayonnaise will be cage free or free range by 2025, which we have already achieved for many years in North America and Europe as the first brand in the market. Equally, we are working to have all our ingredients sourced sustainably, and we are very close to uh, achieving that in full for, you know, all the vegetable oils uh, that are used in, in our mayonnaises and tomatoes for our ketchups, because in the end, it is the great quality of the ingredients that make a great quality product. So we really sort of are very invested and passionate about that space. Another area that we are right now very, you know, very busy with is, uh, is, is plastic and, uh, and better plastic. So last year, we were the first leading brands to move to 100% recycled and recyclable jars and bottles in North America and Mexico. And this year, we're extending that uh, to Europe and working on the rest of the world, very much leading the charge for Unilever's bigger commitments in the space of you know, less and, and better plastic. And um, last but not least, we have been and are working hard um, that our products deliver positive nutrition and we continue to reduce salt and sugar levels and offer choices for all specific dietary needs. For example, our Hellman's vegan mayonnaise, which has been launched, launched in more than 30 countries over the past three years uh, and is a 100% plant-based product while offering 
the great taste without compromise the growing group of flexitarian, vegetarian or vegan consumers expect of a Hellman's products. So we have um, set for ourselves uh, goals in all these areas of sustainability as part of our product planet philosophy, as we called it, in other words. And we are working continuously to improve our own products to that end. And at the same time, inspire industry-wide transformation, because that is really at the heart of Unilever's compass and our future food strategy. Incredible, audacious goals that are getting achieved. I love it. Um, so how about this? Is, is food waste a focus of interest across Unilever, or is this just a Hellman's thing? Mm -hmm. Food loss and waste uh, doesn't occur in any silo. It really happens across the whole food chain, from farm to fork. Therefore, it is so important for all players to lean in, work together, and contribute to, to the reduction. And as one of the biggest food manufacturers, we really want to play our part. Within our future food strategy, Unilever announced its commitment to halve food waste across its global operations from factory to shelf already by 2025, uh, which is five years earlier than the Sustainable Development Goal 12.3. And we are driving a whole company-wide food waste warrior movement, you know, to achieve that industry uh, leading goal. And it's very sort of stretching. And we're not stopping there. Actually, we have set out a number of additional focus areas for ourselves across the food chain. And I'm personally very happy to champion this bigger food waste agenda also, you know, across Unilever. So we want to, we work to enroll key supply partners upstream in the supply chain to accelerate the reduction of food loss and waste in their operations. We will help our food service customers to tackle food waste in the Horeca sector. And of course, through our brands, we, we will help consumers to waste less food at home. And that's, of course, where Helmand's has the biggest role to play. So through this set of actions, we aim to drive a bigger impact on food waste across the chain, starting within our own company walls, but not stopping there. That's fantastic. So we've, we've covered a lot of the ground on aspiration and purpose. Um, and we've talked about the innovation that we see uh, across the company. Um, but let's bring this back to uh, the science side of it all. And this is near and dear to my heart, which is being able to actually evaluate the impact that we're having. It's one thing to set audacious goals, it's another thing to be able to uh, track that performance. So from your point of view, why is it important for Helmets to measure the impact of a behavior change program with something as rigorous and complicated and time consuming as you know, the ordeal of experimentation rather than just do it? Yeah. As I've mentioned before, we are really serious about wanting to make a real and meaningful impact with our brand too. And we are making a considerable long-term investment into tackling the issue of the domestic food waste at its very heart by first understanding this, the psychology behind, why it happens, and what interventions can positively impact behavior. 
So we are partnering with leading academics and experts in the field in the, in the development of these behavior change programs. And the only way to be sure of their true impact is rigorous testing and impact measurement. Because wasting food is not the behavior, it is the outcome of a complex chain of everyday behaviors from meal planning to shopping, storing, preparation and consumption of food. And we don't want to leave it to chances or only qualitative evidence about how the behavioral changes we're asking people to make eventually affect how much food they waste. So therefore we are measuring it with great scientific rigor and with your help. And perhaps, you know, this is the part where the analytical chemist in me comes through because I really personally value and enjoy the scientific approach that we are taking in the work. That's incredible. So in the pilot experiment that our teams uh, designed and developed together, um, we found that we were able to reduce uh, the self-reported household food waste by up to 30%. So do you think we're gonna have a global impact? What's your aspiration for the reach that we might have with this program? I'm uh, really very, very excited about the outcome of, of our recent study in Canada, which was one of the longest and largest studies ever conducted. And that, of course, is something that makes me proud in its own right. Uh, you know, working with thousand Canadian families over a five week period, that's, you know, that's a big deal. Um, but to achieve a reduction of food waste by 30%, you know, through quite through quite simple changes like you know adopting a, a use of day a week where people prepare a meal from ingredients they already have in their homes that is very encouraging in my opinion because it means that it doesn't take a massive change to entrenched routines in order to you know achieve a food waste reduction at home which would be very very hard you know if we are honest so as a next step we are building out the program into a digital experience because in that way it can be made available at much bigger scale than the sort of analog program that we have uh, that we have tried out before. And of course, we need to validate this digital experience and program again for its impact. And it is our intent to make it available across Canada nationally from the autumn. And of course, then my, my personal ambition for this program is to roll out globally, aiming to play a big part in Hellman's mission to inspire and enable 100 million people every year to be more resourceful with their food and so that they waste less. Thank you so much, Christina. It's been absolutely incredible hearing about the role of scientific thinking in shaping and driving your incredible ambition and game-changing initiatives. I've got one more question for you. What's your favorite way to use mayonnaise? What's your magic touch? <laughs> As you can imagine, Kelly, I'm a big lover of Hellman's mayonnaise. And through my job, I have become quite a mayonnaise expert, if that exists. So there are actually many ways I use Hellman's, you know, from a simple sandwich with tomato and lettuce, which actually with mayonnaise becomes really a delicacy, uh, to dipping my fries in mayo as a naughty treat. That is something that I have picked up in Holland uh, because I've been living here, you know, for, for many years. And lately I'm really into chili mayo, 
which you know brings together you know the 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 perfect creaminess of mayonnaise and the spiciness of chili so that's really a, a perfect combination for me and i could use that on on literally everything and of course you know nothing is better than a really nice deviled egg you know preferably enjoyed at the party or night in with with friends and family and i could go on because as i said i'm a real mayo lover <laughs> well, thank you so much, Christina. You've made me both uh, hungry and very, very inspired. Thank you so much for blazing the trail of what it means to transform society and the economy through scientific thinking. And thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. It was a great pleasure. Yeah.